0: This is The Fallout. Now on The JK Show on CBS Sports Radio. And this is not John Kincaid. This is Anthony Pierno, executive producer of The John Kincaid Show. I said to JK this week, I'm tired of putting together The Fallout each Sunday morning and then you get to present it. So I'm taking over starting now. No, just kidding. If you're just joining the show, JK is off today, but he will be back next Sunday for now. You're stuck with me. Every week, we get you caught up on the world of college football. Number one, Alabama finally returned to action at home on Saturday against Kentucky. Alabama hadn't played since it hosted Mississippi State on Halloween. They had a bye week, and then last week's matchup with LSU got postponed due to a COVID-19 outbreak within the Tigers program. So, would the Crimson Tide be rusty after a lengthy layoff? Initially, they looked a little off, but in the end, it made no difference. Here's Eli Gold from Learfield IMG College. Keaton Upshaw, the tight end in motion to the left side of the formation. Quarterback Terry Wilson looks and throws. Intercepted. Take it to the house. Jordan Battle. See ya. Touchdown. Six. Devontae Smith caught nine passes for 144 yards and set the SEC career record with two more touchdowns as Nick Saban's squad cruised to a 63-3 victory. Mag Jones passed for 230 yards and two touchdowns. And Najee Harris ran for a pair of scores for the Tide, both in less than three quarters. Saban matched Steve Spurrier for second on the SEC's career. Regular season wins list with his 206. Fair Bryant tops the list with 292. Up next, Alabama hosts Auburn in the Iron Bowl next Saturday. Now, number three, Ohio State hosting number nine, Indiana, in a battle for the Big Ten East lead. Yes, Indiana. I didn't even know they had a college football program until this year, but it's 2020. So, of course, they were in the college football playoff conversation with the Hoosiers. Beat a team they hadn't beaten in 32 years. Early, it was all Ohio State. The Buckeyes put up 607 yards and led 35-7 to early in the second half. But the Hoosiers, they got a motivational halftime speech from Gene Hackman and rallied to make it a one-score game with 1026 left when Michael Penix and Ty Freifogel connected on a 56-yard touchdown strike. However, Master T. Grand for a career-high 169 yards, and two touchdowns. Justin Fields accounted for three scores, and Ohio State held off the comeback bid for a 42-35 victory. Here's Paul Keels from Learfield IMG College. Josh Meyer snaps at Justin Fields, hands Master Teague, running left side to the Indiana 40. Busts his way to the 35, to the 30, to the 20, goes Teague, to the 10, to the 5, and into the end zone. Master Teague on a 41-yard touchdown run, breaking the tie and putting Ohio State ahead 13-16. Fields was 18 for 30 for 300 yards and two touchdown passes, but he also threw his first three interceptions of the season and was sacked five times. The Buckeyes could not contain Penix and Freifogel. How about this? Penix was 27 for 51 for a career-high 491 yards and five touchdown passes. Freifogel caught seven passes for 218 yards and three touchdowns. Up next... Ohio State battles Illinois Indiana will host Maryland next Saturday number six Florida they traveled to Nashville to face off against Vanderbilt this was the first true away game now for the Gators since they suffered their only defeat of the season which was a thrilling game against Texas A&M back in early October Florida they've been rolling ever since that loss knocking off its last three opponents by an average of 22 points Dan Mullen and company look to keep the momentum going. Here's McHubert from Learfield, IMG College. There's the snap back to Trask. He backpedals. He looks. He looks. He throws the ball down the field deep toward the goal line. It's going to be caught. It's a touchdown. Oh my! Trey Grimes extending all that six foot four frame high in the sky, and the Gators have taken the lead. Kyle Trask passed for 383 yards and three touchdowns and florida rallied from an early deficit to beat vanderbilt 38 to 17. what was wrong with kyle trask he only threw three touchdown passes first time this season he failed to throw four or more touchdowns in a game it was the gators seventh consecutive win in the series how about trask completing 26 of 35 passes to nine different receivers He is the first quarterback in SEC history to register 30 touchdown passes in seven games. Up next, Florida hosts Kentucky on Saturday. Number seven, Cincinnati looking to become the first program from outside a power conference to force its way into the college football playoff, taking on UCF. Would Cincinnati keep their playoff dreams alive or would UCF burst the Bearcats bubble? Here's Dan Horde from Learfield IMG College. Bearcats line up quickly. They have it first and goal at the three. Desmond Ritter fakes a handoff. He can walk into the end zone as the fake completely fooled UCF. They all converged on dokes. And Desmond Ritter cruises into the end zone to give the Bearcats the lead. It was a struggle, but Desmond Ritter threw two touchdown passes and ran for two scores as Cincinnati defeated Central Florida 36-33 to head into the release of the first college football playoff rankings unbeaten. Dylan Gabriel threw for 243 yards, three touchdowns, and one interception as the Knights lost at home for the second time this season. So the Bearcats survive. Cincinnati now 8-0 for the fourth time in school history. Up next, Cincinnati is at Temple next Saturday. I know someone who went to Temple. Oh, yes, it's CBS Sports Radio's very own Zach Galba. You're listening to The Fallout here on the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. Number 8, BYU, came into the weekend 8-0. and The Cougars, one of the best non-Power 5 teams in the country, right there with Cincinnati trying to find their way into the playoff. This was pretty much a bye week for BYU with the North Alabama coming to town. Here's Greg Rebel from Learfield IMG College. Double tight to the left, two wides to the right. They go pistol. Wilson and Algier handoff. Tyler. Tyler takes contact, keeps the legs driving, stays up, right into the end zone. Touchdown, Cougars touchdown. Tyler Algier with 4:32 to go in the opening quarter. Is BYU 13 and North Alabama zero. Tyler Algier ran for a career high 141 yards and two touchdowns, and the Cougars routed North Alabama 66 to 14 to improve to nine and zero. Algier. Had his fourth 100-yard game of the season. Zach Wilson threw for 212 yards and four touchdowns before halftime and added 33 yards rushing. BYU scored touchdowns on all six first-half drives as the Cougars rolled up 394 total yards and averaged 11.3 yards per play before halftime. Up next, BYU has two weeks off before its regular season finale against San Diego State. On December 12th, there was some speculation on the Cougars adding a game against another opponent over the next two weeks to bolster their case for a spot in the college football playoff. Could they schedule that game against Cincinnati? Both teams have an open weekend on December the 5th. Number 10, Wisconsin versus number 19, Northwestern. It was a matchup of the only unbeaten teams in the Big Ten West. These teams have won the division in each of the last two seasons, and control of the West was on the line when they met Saturday. Here's Dave Ennett from Learfield, IMG College. Snap to Peyton Ramsey. Ramsey with time, winds up, going down the right side of the end zone, over the shoulder, catch, touchdown! RCB, what a catch, and what a throw by Peyton Ramsey in the Wildcats go back in front with 56 seconds to go in the half. Peyton Ramsey threw two touchdown passes, and Northwestern shut down Graham Mertz and Wisconsin for a 17-7 victory. Northwestern forced five turnovers, four in the first half, and sacked Mertz three times in its first win over a top-10 team since a victory over number nine Nebraska back in November of 2011 ramsey was 23 for 44 for 203 yards the wildcats improved to 5-0 for the first time since 2015. they also moved to 5-0 in the big 10 for the first time since 1996. up next wisconsin hosts minnesota next weekend northwestern visits michigan state number 11 oregon taking on ucla one of JK's favorite people, Chip Kelly, once again returned to his old stomping grounds. Would Kelly get his first win against the program where he gained national prominence? Here's Jerry Allen from Learfield IMG College. shut keeps wants to throw wide open camp Moyer. as soon as i saw camp Moyer line up i thought oh my gosh he is set up to receive a pass for a touchdown I did, you get to see he was so wide open and, and and kudos to tyler shuck here tyler shuck threw for 334 yards and three touchdowns and oregon held off ucla 38 to 35 to remain undefeated Devin Williams caught six catches for 123 yards. UCLA had the ball with 124 left in the game. A penalty on the Ducks got the Bruins a first down on the Oregon 39. But Oregon went on to stop the Bruins on 4th and 12 to end it. So the Ducks at 3-0 have a solidified spot atop the Pac-12 North. Not a great performance by Oregon. They were 17-point favorites. UCLA was missing their star QB, but they remain in the college football playoff discussion. Up next, Oregon takes on Oregon State. And finally, number 14 Oklahoma State versus number 18 Oklahoma. A lot more than just bragging rights on the line. The winner would be a clear favorite to play in the Big 12 championship game in December. Here's Toby Rowland from Learfield IMG College. Direct snap to Ramondre, hands to Rattler, fakes the pitch, throws it out, Spencer Rattler passed for 301 yards and four touchdowns and ran for another score to help Oklahoma beat Oklahoma State 41-13. From Andre Stevenson, ran for a career-high 141 yards. Theo Weiss caught two touchdown passes for the Sooners in their sixth straight victory. Oklahoma won its sixth straight in the series and extended its November winning streak to 23, dating to 2014. The Cowboys gained just 246 total yards in this one as Oklahoma boosted its hopes of winning a six-straight Big 12 championship. Up next, Oklahoma State hosts Texas on Saturday. Oklahoma is at West Virginia. As J.K. says every week, if your team didn't make the fallout, contact him. He loves hearing from you. You can send all your angry messages to John on Twitter. Of course, his handle is at John Kincaid. And that's the fallout here on the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio.